Welcome back to another episode of the Reason to Behold podcast. Not with Tolly Talks today, <laughs> but with AB. Come on. <laughs> and myself, for 100 reasons. Um, how you doing today, bro? I'm good, bro. I yeah. can't complain. It's been an exhausting week, but I'm good, man, by his grace. How okay. you doing, man? You know what? It's been one of those weeks I feel stretched, bro. Oh, bro. I feel like this is a week where I've pushed myself mm. to much greater limits than I think I have done in a while. Yeah, I hear you. Um, but not to like an unsafe space, which is yeah. good. I feel like it's been a very productive week, mm. but it's also been a week that's made me realize that I've really got to put some time into thinking about yeah. how to optimize even more now, especially with some of the new commitments mm-hmm. coming in. Yeah. But saying that, part of the reason why my week has been how it's been is because I've been thinking about something which has really like stirred me up to to push to another level. And the thing that I've been thinking about is like, what does life look like if we don't push to the maximum of what we consider to be average, right? Mm looking to the left and to the right but what does life look like when we push to the maximum of our individual unique potential that's a good question because i've always thought about it mm. I've, always, and I've seen the results from how i've pushed myself but i'm always thinking imagine if i got to this point mm. what mm. i could achieve mm. on, a, on a on a practical and a spiritual yeah so like from a, on a spiritual side i thought imagine if i just fully trust god Mm-hmm. And then I just fully put in the work, and I, yeah. you know what I'm saying, all those components going together, yeah. Mm-hmm. What imagine what could be achieved, bro? You know. To anybody listening to this conversation, this is your opportunity to exit if you're <laughs> not ready to consider some things that may cause you to go further in life. For real. You've been warned. Yeah. <laughs> this thing, bro. Yeah. This thing for me has been like a really, really, really big thing because mm. it's like, I think it's it's really interesting. Like there's a lot of conversations you hear just in general life about getting burnt out, about needing to have balance and all these different kind of ideas. Mm. And I think I've been questioning a lot of it. Yeah. Because like, don't get me wrong. I've been... I have previously experienced what I felt like was burnout. Um, yeah. But to a large degree, I feel like if you've never experienced burnout, you've never really pushed yourself. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. how do you know your limits if you yeah. haven't ever got to the edge, right? Yeah. And even when I think about the times when I have actually experienced some level of burnout, like, I I can now go beyond those levels. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. And I think there's like this safety that we sometimes stay in because we're so scared of of reaching what we think is burnout or reaching what we think is an imbalanced life, right? Mm. But like, even just thinking of an example that I'm just thinking about in scripture, like he worked six days and rested on the seventh. Bro, we're not even trying to work six days no more. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? We we're all here trying to live this, we're living this four, four we're trying to live a four day work week. Yeah, or not even, even the five day four hour before. work week. No, like, <laughs> work. Say, let's reduce it to four. But it's like he did it in six it's and six, rested really? on the seventh. And this is the interesting thing as well, right? Mm. Is 
we don't see it in the detail of the text, but it's like, I would speculate that I don't know that even just from the description we do have, that throughout those six days, I don't see any rest. Do you mm. know the only rest that is described is on the seventh. Yeah. So we're not talking about he woke up at nine and finished at five. Yeah. Like this is like round the clock work. Yeah. Right? Assuming that it was done inside of time, right? But if we're talking about days, then I guess it must have been, right? Yeah, absolutely. And so I think especially as a believer and someone that is trying to adopt a kingdom mindset, I really feel like this is something that we don't consider enough. Absolutely. And I think we consider a lot more, we put a lot more weight on some of the modern ideas, which again, have their benefits to some degree in different contexts, right? Mm. But I feel like we really don't ask ourselves some of these tough questions because if we do ask these questions and we answer these questions, it leads to places that we might not want to go. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what's crazy, bro? Like, you're right. It takes yeah. us somewhere. You feel me? Yeah. I always say that. I, I do it life in seasons. Yeah. Sometimes you just got a season where you're grafting. 100%. And you got to understand this is the season I'm in. Yep. You know, you got a seasons where you get a bit more rest. You got, do you know what mm. I mean? Mm. You just have those seasons, like, even the season I'm in, isn't it? it's just a season of grafting and hard work. Mm. And, mm. You know what I mean? And sometimes people can be like, oh, you need to rest. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds good, but mm-hmm. I know the season I'm in. <laughs> mm. Build it. There's going to be mm. a time where I can rest. Yeah. This is the season currently where I need to just push and build and put things in place. It's the seasons of rest. And I think I'm that's how life you, is. But we can't think. Like, I remember, like, you know, my late pastor always used to say, life, the mountains are, we're not meant to live on mountains. We're meant to walk through valleys. Mm, mm. We want to live on the mountain <laughs> and never go to the valley. And we and we set up this idea that there's going to be a point in our life here where we're going to be on a, live on a mountain. But it's never that. <laughs> You get the mountain experience once every now and then just to remind you, okay, mm. cool, just to, just as a reference point for the journey. And then you're back to the valleys. Because the Bro. valleys is where you do your learning. Bro. The valleys is where you grow. <laughs> Look at what this guy, what did he say to Jesus? Hey, let's build tents here. Where was he saying about it, bro? You didn't want to go back down to the valley. He said, nah, bro, let's go down. So what did he do? The minute he got to the valley, you wanted to chop off a man's ear. Oh, you hear me? Back on the valley, chopped off a man's ear, the nine Christ three times. Listen. <laughs> he needed that valley experience to work on him. <laughs> and then became a serious evangelist after that. I'm telling you, bro. You know what, yeah? And I, I feel like... Not even I feel like... I honestly believe... Yeah. That one of the root issues... Yeah. Is that we don't want to be good sheep, bro. We don't. And... And i tell you why I say that, because I just pulled up Psalm 23. Mm. And I know this came up a few episodes back as well, yeah. right? But I'm just going to go from verse 1 and then mm. I'll get to where, what came to my mind. But mm. verse 1, the Lord is my shepherd. Yeah. Okay? I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside yeah. still waters. He restores my soul. Um, Wait, my soul needs to be restored. Yeah, bro. Can we think about that for a second? Do you get what I'm saying? He leads me in paths of righteousness for his namesake so it's because of his namesake that he leads me in paths of righteousness Mm. and this is the verse that came to me 
even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. My God. I will fear no evil for you are with me for your rod and your staff they, they comfort come me. Like it might be an uncomfortable thing for us to accept mm. and maybe even say out loud but God the good shepherd will lead us into dark places. 100%. And all we have to know is he's with us. And we're going like, to go through it but the hope we have and the peace and the joy we get is by knowing that God is with us. But we want to avoid it. No, we want. You know what? <laughs> we don't want no participation. Participation in the in this. Everybody wants an encounter because an encounter doesn't really involve you. Yeah. But no one wants to process. <laughs> and everything God does is He requires our participation. You get what I'm saying? God doesn't gonna be like, all right, you sit back there and do nothing, and I just do what I think. It's like, all right, now I, I require you to participate. Do you get what I'm saying? And you know what's deep mm-hmm. as well? I've just seen something as well that I've never thought about before, but the valley of the shadow of death comes before the table. Wow. Right? Because the following verse, verse five, is where it says, You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oh my cup overflows, a flow, sorry. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me with the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. But that comes after the valley of the shadow of death yeah. and i honestly believe supposes again it's, it's echoing the same thing that we spoke about a few episodes back but the the i guess the anointing the outcome the fruit the the things that we desire live on the other side of us walking through the valley but, of but the we don't want to process bro bro because it involves us we just like, all right lord let's have an account with you you do this but the process requires our participation. Us to partner with God. We don't want to do our bit. We just want it done. Like, yo, this is, you know what I mean? Like you said, it's, after it's, that, after that process, what happens? Thou prepares mm. the table before me in the presence of my enemies. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? But we got to go mm. through those dark times, those tough times, those hanging on to God, you know what I mean? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. We doing that. God's got me. God's with me. You know what I mean? We, there's no other way. Hmm. There's no other way. But a lot of the times, it's like we don't want that. And so, it's what I've always seen when I speak to people, and it always was like it always used to confuse me. Was then someone knew what they had to do to get to the other point, but they were saying, you know what? I'm gonna. I'm happy to stay here in this mm. function because I can't go. I can't do what's needed to get there. And that mm. used to always confuse me. Because mm. it's like, you're hella miserable here. You're unhappy. You're, but you mm. would rather be unhappy in this situation. Yeah. Than, uh, like, you Like, have you not suffered enough? <laughs> Even a leper said, why sit we here and die? Oh. They said, listen, that, in that verse there, there's so much revelation, bro. Mm. Why sit we here and die? Listen, even if we go over there, we're going... Mm. What we gotta lose? That's basically what they're saying, isn't it? <laughs> what we gotta lose? Let's go. Mm. And they go over there and look at what happens. Mm. Yeah, I'm saying. Mm. It's like that fear of the unknown or what it's gonna take from people. Ah, uh. you know, it's crazy. 
even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no, no evil. Like, there are so many things that are coming to my mind. One of the things that comes to my mind is that with the shadow, with the valley of the shadow of death, mm. there should be the temptation to fear. Yeah, 100%. Things are like, gonna... that should be something knocking on your door, bro. Listen, I told right? you what, my, what one of my boys said. Yeah, you know, people used to always say fear is false evidence appearing real. Mm. And my boy said sometimes the evidence is real. It's real evidence. You see, this thing can happen. It's not false evidence. It's real. <laughs> it's, isn't that even then? You get me? You gotta choose not to fear. So it's good. Some people can say, oh, you're just worried about nothing. This one, you know, it's real. No, for real, bro. And I feel like this is part of, like, 2024 is one of the big things for me has been about shaking up complacency. Yeah. And I think these are some of the things that we honestly have to think about. Like, yeah. do I have... When is the last time I experienced the temptation to fear? Yeah. Like, when was the last time I was, I, I was in a position that was so uncomfortable and so scary that fear was knocking on my door. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? And if the answer to that is something that we we is not relatively recent of some kind, yeah, then maybe it's a sign that we're complacent. Maybe it's a sign that we've been living comfortable. Because I like I remember from when we set our goals, not even this year, but last year. Yeah. Bro, the goals that I set scared me. <laughs> scared me, bro. Yeah. And I said I've already put this out there. Yeah, 100%, bro. Petrified. I'm like... You're not the only one, bro. I've got to trust God. Listen, you're not the only one, bro. Because this is the... It's yeah. on record as well now. It's bro, like, you know... Because this is the thing, yeah? You can set your little big goals in one corner, but it's another thing when you set big goals that you talk about on record, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> but you you have to do that to push yourself. Yeah. I know that I always need to be pushed out of my comfort zone. And I, yeah. it, it needs to be... It, even some of the stuff that we discuss and stuff for the future and stuff like that, bro, we want to build this. Yeah, bro, it scares yeah, yeah, me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So I get what you're saying about not having that fear is sometimes an indicator you're in your comfort zone. Mm. And you mm. got to protect yourself from that. Mm. You know, because you think you're in some sort of safe place, safe space, but you're not. Mm. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> and I think the other side of it as well is when was the last time we found ourselves having to go back to his word in order to grow in faith in these things? Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Because obviously fear is one side of it, but then it's also like, how do we address it? Because yeah. I guess when we think about the practical stuff with these situations that we're talking about, one of the practical things that I know that we've done and have to do is address those fears yeah. with the thing that builds up faith. That's it. Word, right? I agree. But and, also as well, though, bro. Yeah. You got to ask yourself, do you want to get rid of that fear? Ah, uh, come on. Talk about it, bro. Because, like, it, it's, it's all about what you want. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, I, I remember saying, innit? I had to want accountability. Mm. When I want accountability, I want accountability to the point that when I work out, I trouble you. Yeah. <laughs> because I know, I know I've provoked you. A hundred percent. You're going to get onto me if I'm not working out. A hundred percent. That's how much I want that accountability. It's dub plate drama. Bro. Everyone's sending diss tracks. We, so we, we, we've, got, we've got to want to actually overcome that. 
Yep. And sometimes we don't understand like, as much as it is here, like there could be things that we enjoy that are not good for us. Yeah. And we don't yeah. realize we enjoy it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. For example, yeah, yeah. I remember my late pastor talking about like the Lord when he was young, the Lord told him like, listen, enough of the pity parties. Mm. And he said he used to enjoy a good pity party when he's young days. <laughs> he even wanted to invite people to the pity party. <laughs> Come enjoy it. The pity party started at this time. Yeah. But people don't know they enjoy that. Come on, man. They enjoy a place of dysfunctional, living in fear and not going there. They... And it's like, yeah, do you really yeah. want to overcome this? Nah, for real, man. Do you know? Do you really want to be whole? Yeah. This is what it is. Wholeness is yeah. on the other side of it. Because mm-hmm. this is like, coming back to what we were talking about, bro. Like, yeah. it's all about potential. Yes. And maxing out according to our potential Absolutely. rather than what is average around us. And I yeah. think maximizing on your potential like a hundred percent that looks like being a hundred percent whole absolutely i.e a hundred percent a b as god designed him Mm. if there were no other external influences no earthly sin all of that kind of stuff who would a b right who would Arn would be like wholeness is on the other side of it and in case the listeners might have missed it the verse that we're referring to i'm going to look it up as well was when Jesus was speaking to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> somebody who, who was in a questionable situation. Hold on a second, I'm going to find it. John chapter 5, verse 6, apparently. So John 5, let's just go there. The healing at the pool on the Sabbath from verse 1 says, After this, there was a feast the jews and jesus went up to jerusalem mm. now there is in jerusalem by the sheep gate a pool in aramaic called this bethesda yeah which has five roofed colonnades in these lay a multitude of invalids blind lame and paralyzed one man was there who had been an invalid for 38 years when jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had already been there a long time, he said to him, do you want to be healed? That's powerful, bro. Just bring you that scripture. That, that's covering <laughs> what we're talking about now. The sick man answered him, sir, I have no one to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. And while question, I am bro. going... <laughs> And while I'm going, another steps down before me, Jesus said to him, get up, take up your bed and walk. And at once the man was healed and he took up his bed and walked. This word, this conversation is your indication and your sign to say, get up, take up your bed and walk. Because, bro, it's it's like there's so many things in this, right? Yeah. The guy's been there for 38 years. Yeah. It's a long time. He has sat in that dysfunction, right? I don't even know how old this guy was. He probably I can felt imagine. for himself at certain points. 38 years is pretty much, Bro. is more than our lifetimes at yeah. this stage, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a long time. Yeah. So imagine sitting in this dysfunction yeah. from your birth up it, until now. It becomes the right? point where you, you even function in the dysfunction. It's all you know. Yeah. Right? Up, yeah. So all these stories that we're telling of, yeah, no one's there to take me. Yeah, every time I want to go, someone steps up before me. Like, there's there's always a story and a yeah. narrative that we have to explain why it is that we are not able to cross over and experience the wholeness, yeah. the, the fulfillment of our potential as God designed us, mm. right? 
But I love how Jesus didn't even get into that mess. Yeah. Right? He just straight up said to him, get up, take up your bed and walk. And I feel like sometimes that's the shakeup that we need. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, sometimes, and I, and I know I've been guilty of it in my time as well, bro. Like where you're sitting there, you're so you're so good at your storytelling and your excuses and all of your reasons and all of your explanations yeah. and all of your logic and all of your mm. arguments and all of your justifications. This is where I came from. This is what I didn't yeah. have. This is what I wasn't exposed to. But the truth is, get up right yeah. like that's still we can't control and i said this yeah. on the the um invested mortgage broker content that i put out this week as well yeah. we can't control everything about where we've come from all the disadvantages all the explanations the guy yeah. he, he can't is there an explanation for him to say why he's an invalid whatever his disability was like what's the i ain't got control over that yeah but the question still remains. What do you the want? question Jesus is asking him is not about how did you get like this? I'm so sorry. What happened over 38 years? And yes, there's a place for compassion. But yeah. the question is, what do you want today? What do you want? And do, like, you know what? do you want wellness? Do well, you want wholeness? That's the question for people now. Yeah. What do you want? Yeah. Do you, what do you, I remember like one of the pastors, he said something to me. He he goes, he gone on this mission trip and I was saying to him, I wish I could do this if only I had enough money. And he said, listen, I've never always had the money altogether. He said, but this is my thing. Do I want to go? He said, once I mm. figure out that answer, we're good. That's it. He said, in everything you like, just ask that question. What do I want? Do I want this? The minute you figure that out, the rest is simple. Yeah. I yeah. believe that. Yeah. Do you know, the rest is simple. And that's where, like, as believers and kingdom people... Mm we sometimes ignore the divine advantage that we yeah, have absolutely which is that we live and walk by faith faith yeah right there mm. there has never been a requirement that yeah. before i say this is what i want i need to have all of these things lined up that's not how it goes yeah, yeah. like even yeah. in this situation he didn't say to him all right how are your legs feeling like, how are you feeling like, how's it, get he didn't no he said what do you want, what do you want? <laughs> like do you want this this is it do you want to that's what it starts from and when you answer, when you can answer that question, it's literally what you're saying. Mm. When you can answer the question of what I want, yeah, the actions there follow. Actions there follow. You figured out this is what I want, mm. and things come together. And the the that's the key thing. Even with, there's areas in my life, and <laughs> the Lord is like, "What do you want for this?" And I, sometimes I'm like, "Lord, you know what? I'm probably still 60, 40. <laughs> 60, I want mm. to change forty. I'm like. Ah. <laughs> Let's have it around. <laughs> I'm not fully 100%. I need to be mm. 100%. Mm, no, mm, mm. this is not, this is what I want. Yeah, man. You know, uh, even when I have conversations with, I remember someone saying this to me. Uh, she said something to me. It, it, it sparked a lot. It, it helped me because I was, I was doing therapy at the time. And she said, you got to be proactive if you're healing. Mm. I never heard someone say that. And I feel this is true. She said, what are you doing? Mm. You're praying, but you're sitting around. Have you gone therapy? Have you? What are you doing? <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? And that, and I, even when I have conversations with people, and they're like, "Oh, you know what?" Because um, this is a common thing that a lot of people, even unbelievers, are saying. Yeah, I mm. just needed to heal. How did you get to that point? <laughs> How are you gonna get there? Mm. Like, what does this healing look like? You know what I'm saying? So this is what, I, this is what mirrors, makes bro. people sit Smoke around. Smoke screens and mirrors. Honestly, because they got like... no plan. 
distraction techniques. And a lot of the times, do you even want to be healed? That's another key question that one of the yeah, said. Do you want to be healed? Or do you like this dysfunction? Yeah. This 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 chaos that comes with everything. <laughs> you know. And I think when it comes to fair man, a lot of the times we we don't want what's on the other side. Mm. We like that that fear that this do you know what I'm saying? That excuse. Mm. Do you know? Mm. And you know what's crazy? There's always someone with a better excuse than us. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, when you look at this story, isn't it? like this guy, has, his excuse beats all of us, bro. <laughs> but like, he couldn't see, bro. How's he get to the pool? He probably heard that's the way to the pool. Them years, they probably kicked him out the way and dust there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, <ain't, laughs> you think about everyone trying to get healing yet? Listen, listeners, forgive me because I don't know why I find this funny in it, but my sense of humor is off like that. But they're all running there, and the man can't see. You let him dust you out to get to the pool. They probably <laughs> flung him. <laughs> they probably flung him to the side. <laughs> Run up thirty years to the point where man, so he's so disheveled. He's thinking I ain't even trying to go. Let me just sit yeah, where I am because every year I tried. Man, it just barged me out the way. God. Mm. He feels like he's at a disadvantage. He's got all mm. these things, mm. but Jesus is still back to the top. He ain't even indulging in all of that. Yeah, what man. What do you want? And I think he needed the guy to think, do I really want this? Yeah. Yeah. You know when Jesus asked questions, it wasn't really like he needed to know the answer. It was for he you to examine yourself. That was the answer. He said, this is what you want. Are you sure you want this? Yeah. And then the brothers thought about it. And, okay, cool. I'll give you the next instruction. Get up then. <laughs> and that's it. And even in the fact that he'd had this experience for 38 years, yeah. Yeah. There's one part of me that says, well, at least he was by the pool. Yeah, he was there. He was there. Yeah, you know I'm saying. Him. Like, credit to him because he this tried. is the thing, right? <laughs> Bruv, 30, year 36, but year 25. A man could have just said, you know what? This is it. Yeah, people give Peter flack for, 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 for sinking. At least he got out the boat. <laughs> At least he tried. He said, you know what? Let me get out of the boat. Some of us still in the boat. <laughs> still looking, saying, all right, I'm going to jump this time. I'm going to go this time. All right, get back in the boat. Yeah, for real, man. And I think one of the things that comes to mind for me as a reason why we so avoid the valley of the shadow of death mm. is because we don't trust him no. that, that's, and we won't say that but I think our actions expose it because yeah. it's like if you really believed right let's use an earthly example Yeah. if you really believed yeah. that you were best friends with a multi-billionaire yeah. and he already gave you a card and said look spend it on whatever you want you're good yeah. There's never a day that you would be sitting outside of the shops begging for money. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you know that the money's loaded. That's actually deep. You're confident how you will act, mm. where you will go. You'll walk into the Apple store with confidence and be like, I want one of those, one of those, yeah. one of those, and one of those. In fact, I want to own the store. Do you get what I'm saying? And you know what? It's funny what you say about us not trusting trusting him because, and I thought about it, and I, I didn't think of it that deep. But now you mm. make me think because... You know, and I'll 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 share it on a pod later time, you get me? But <laughs> the time when you said to me, bro, how much are you gonna need? Mm. 
And now I'm thinking about it, bro. You know what, bro? That was an act of faith. It was. Because I, I was going into this thinking, ah, this, this is nothing. This ain't going to do nothing. Yep. But it yep. was an act of faith. Yep. It was really just an act of faith. I didn't realize at the time. Yeah. But looking and, back, and, it was an act of faith. And you know what? Something that is a parallel between that situation and I think what we see here with Jesus and the sick man here is that you need to be in those space because sometimes when we just get in our own heads yeah and we're we're not like open about our illnesses or the things that are limiting us in terms yeah. of where we're trying to go mm. like there is no it's that your opportunity to be healed is a lot more limited yes but when it's something that you're at least open enough about yeah with people that can be trusted mm then it's like there's an opportunity for us to yeah. sharpen one another and to actually mm. pray for one another that we may be whole. And healed, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and speak a word because mm. in that situation, again, I said what I said, but that was based on our conversations, based yeah. on things that you'd shared with me, right? Yeah. In this situation, Jesus obviously sees the man and the experience that he has. He engages with him. Yeah. And then he asks him the question as well. Like, do you want this? And then he tells him, get up, take up your bed, walk. Mm. And even what you said, said something. You said he was by the pool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was, at least he was by the pool. Yeah, man. He's like, where are we positioning ourselves as well? Because he <laughs> nah, was there. Real, bro. <laughs> but you so see him questioning him like, rah, you're by this pool. What's going And that is such an interesting point you made because it's so consistent with the nature of God where he takes our two fish and five loaves. He yeah. takes the little that we bring, the little step mm. that we take, and then he matches. He, he does more than matches it. He exceeds it. Yeah, he's and makes up for the rest. Yeah. Mm. That step right there, and I'm still, I'm still bugged by the question: Do you want to be here? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> now, I'm just, I'm really processing this, and I'm like, bro, that's crazy. You've seen it, like, bro. You gotta think about it. He's seen it by the pool. Mm. What do you think he wants? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But the question is deeper, isn't it? Yeah. It's deeper than just do you want to be healed? Mm. He's like, how much do you want this? And do you really want this like you think you do? Mm. Because sometimes, yeah, and that's the, the he's, he's by the pool, and sometimes that can be um, us thinking we're doing all the right things, but do we really want this? Yeah. All right, yeah, you're going, you, to, you're going to the Bible studies, you're doing all of the prayers, but yeah. in your heart, do you really want it? Because no, he appears like he wants real. it, innit? He's by the pool. Yeah. But yeah. does he really want it? You can be in all of the right places. I still don't want it. You can be in the right environment. Yeah. You can have the right, like, language and everything. speech. You could have the right everything, yeah. right? But <laughs> if inwardly, if deep down within the depths yeah. of you, you don't really want this. Yeah, nothing's gonna change. <laughs> it's gonna be a long thirty-eight years. Yeah, this is it. Still be there oh man! Still be there toiling. Are you think what's going on? There has to yeah, be that man. work deep down. But yeah, man, I think God's definitely still in the business mm. of coming in that year thirty-eight. Yeah, asking us that question, and the minute mm. this is what's amazing, right? Imagine that after 38 years yeah. of this experience, all it took was that one conversation this is it. and the man got his breakthrough. Got it. Something like you'd be taking guess what happened and how quick. 
Yeah. And I think that's an encouragement to us mm. on how, like, we may have had these situations where we have been complacent, where things have been mm. broken and limited for our whole lives, right? And long periods mm. of time. But despite that, today is the day when God asks us, do we want yeah. wholeness? Do we want healing? Do we want to that's experience it. life to the maximum of the potential that he has designed us? Yeah. And if we answer yes to that question, he'll give us the wisdom on what the practical steps are that we need to take to start experiencing it. Mm, yeah, you're right. It's just about us answering yes to that. Yeah, man. You know. And <laughs> even if we're not answering yes, an honest conversation, because now, like I said, here's a matter for a 60 40. I'm not 100% <laughs> Yo, I want this changed. I need to do it's the but I like this thing. Mm. But I also want to change at the same time. Mm. <laughs> it's a wrestle. <laughs> hmm. But I'm, I was convinced I wanted change. But when I was when I'm, when I'm reasoning myself as we're doing this, that's what I said. This is ministering to me. That that question there is, is that question was for me. AB is not sleeping tonight. Bro, I've got some soul searching to do, bro. I've got some soul searching. Like, Let me bro. add one more. Let me add one more thing I just quickly saw as well, yeah? In him being by the pool yeah. for 38 years, he's had 38 years of seeing other people get healed. Yeah. How much would that build up his faith? Do you get what I'm saying? See it or hearing, you know, bro. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go up and get Hey, we're gonna wrap up. We're gonna wrap up right now. AV's <laughs> <laughs> gonna get us cancelled. Somebody's <laughs> gonna come and take my neck off and say, "Bro, I was going for a day." These cause I'm gonna try and get us out here. So, to the listeners, that's the question. There's a few questions for you to consider as well. Yeah. Um, do you really want? to be whole do you really yeah. want to experience life mm. to the maximum of the potential yeah. that you were designed to live yeah. according yeah. to right um i think it's important that we get out of our heads and don't base our expectations on how far we can go and what we can achieve mm. based on what we see to the left or to the right but that we live according to the standard mm. And the potential that he's designed us with. That's something I'm really convicted yeah. of. Today, and that's why I keep speaking about it. Mm. So, so yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah. I don't have as good of an outro as Tolu normally does. So, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you when we see you. <laughs> yeah, <man>. Peace. <laughs> Peace.